the promotion, it was 1500 bucks spend, ad spend. And the end, he made $23,000 in return. And he goes, what did you do? You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. G'day, everyone. Welcome to this training video. It's the first one we've done in the Shopify brand community. Super, super excited today to be chatting with Jason. Jason's from Adelaide as well. I'm based in Adelaide. And it's not too often, like we're saying before this call, that you chat with awesome people in the marketing space from even just your hometown in general. So Jason, thanks for hopping on. Do you just want to jump straight in, give everyone that's listening a brief little intro as to what you do in the space? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, first and foremost, thanks for having me on. And um if anybody knows of me, thank you. If you don't, you suck. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Not many people do. I was actually, I actually had a really good name for myself, probably the better part of uh, three, four years ago. I used to, I mean, it still happens, but it doesn't happen the way I want it to. I used to jump on calls. Or I used to jump on like little podcasts and um, people would be like, oh, I know him. I've heard of him. Like, and uh, I actually had my copywriter the other day. I just, just hired this new copywriter and I was telling him about a bunch of people to follow. I was like, these are copywriters I want you to listen to. And these are people I want you to hear. And uh, he sit there and he goes, and he goes, you know what? I've heard of this guy. I've heard of this guy. He goes, but I've also heard of you. And I'm like, yes. But for the <laughs> most part, people have not heard of me. And that's okay too. So basically I've been in the space for probably the better part of uh, ooh, seven or eight years now. I've run my agency for about six years. Um, I've helped generate north of 80 million US dollars uh, for clients uh, using email and SMS marketing. Uh Build my systems on over 450 brands. I've traveled the world, uh, speaking at events, speaking at masterminds, speaking at conferences, um, just really particularly always on this one topic, email and SMS marketing. So this is something that I absolutely live and breathe. It's something that I, for some reason, just have a knack for. It's like, you know, when you just do something and you can just get results with it every single time, this is it for me. No matter what brand I go to, no, no matter what I tackle, um, even for example, I, I did, uh, this actually for anybody watching this, you don't even have to be a, like an e-commerce entrepreneur. Most people probably are right. But some people here might run, um, just a traditional business. And I think, oh, well, I wonder if, it, um, you know, SMS or email works for me too. And I've done millions and millions through email, through SMS for e-commerce, but even done thousands through traditional businesses. A good example actually is, uh, my best mate, he runs this Muay Thai brand called Strong Heart. Muay Thai. Uh, he's a five times Muay Thai champion. So it makes it pretty easy to promote his gym because people want to come there for him. And uh, Q4, we come up to Black Friday and I says, what are you doing for Black Friday? He says, nothing. He says, all right, let's do something. Let's build this, this crazy offer. So comes up with this offer. It's usually like 2,200 for the year. If you were to stick all year long, right? And I said to him, I says, let's do something nuts. Let's do it for like five days. Literally put a time limit on. That's all people can get it for. And I says, you come up with, a, with the, best, the best mafia offer you could think of, an offer that they can't refuse. I want you to come up with something. And um, as they signed up for the offer, it, was this, it ended up being 600 bucks plus shin guards, plus gloves. Um, and, you know, he's already got his stuff paid for. So anybody that joins the gym at this point is profit. So he, uh, he sits there and he goes, all right, we'll do this. And I, I build this landing page. And to, to get the offer, you had to put your name, email, phone number. And in the end, we had something like 50 people signing up or maybe more. And it got to the very last day. And I said, I said to my missus, I said to my girlfriend, I says, watch this. 
I, I whip up this text message on, um, on the software that I'm using. So I'm using SMS. And um, I basically had him move everybody to a column who'd already purchased so that I could tag people. What, number one, I don't want to want to point out to anybody who's listening, behavior is super important. So like, don't message people that have done what you want them to do. So I, I segmented them, right? Anybody who hasn't purchased yet, but sign up for the offer, I want to get them down. And I said, watch this. I said, it's going to be funny. So I whip up this message and he goes, what did you do? <laughs> Literally, it was like 8 p.m. at night. He goes, what the fuck did you do? He goes, I know you've done something. He goes, I got a line out of my door. He goes, literally out of my door. He goes, I had 15 people sign up. So he made, it was like 600 times 15 in the space of 30 minutes. I think he said he made 3000 or $4,000 in about 30 minutes. Crazy. In the end, the promotion, it was 1500 bucks spend, ad spend. And the end, he made $23,000 in return. Nuts. And then the, the, the final push was I got like 15, 20 people, I think, through with that SMS. And he was just like, you're fucking crazy. And I was like, I just know it's going to work because SMS has 98% open rates. They say that, they say that 98% of people will open their text message and read it within the first four hours. On average, SMS has a 27 return investment, 27x. So that's like literally putting $1 in and getting $27 out. Insane. When you turn it down to automations, behavioral-based automations, my, some of the strategies I talk about, and I'm happy to talk about that on this call today to try and help people get value. There's one of them that I call the Trojan horse method. I am seeing upwards of, uh, there's one particular brand I work with. It's called Lions Not Sheep. Um, they're a very patriot brand in the States, like, you know, very like American. One cent to send an SMS, $14 every single time we send an SMS. Brands like the Udi. We spend nine cent, make $40 every single time. There's another Nuts. brand, Zoe Tech, we make $60 every time. It's crazy. So the power this has for any brand, no matter where you are, is gigantic. And I'll tell you the reason why. So I know you said that your audience, like everybody who's watching this right now, I know that you said they're probably, you know, it could be starters all the way up to kind of like intermediate. So anybody here who might, even me doing like a thousand bucks a month or 2000, you'd be like, oh, it's not worth it for me. The beauty of SMS is that you don't pay like a, a, an extraordinary, like $500,000, $2,000 fee. You pay as you go. So you just pay for credits. So if you want, you can pay $25, get a hundred credits or whatever it was, and then you can use those and then pay more. But if you're doing it the way that you should be doing, even if you're doing abandoned carts, if you're doing the Trojan horse method, whatever it is that you're doing, well, then it should be making itself back at least 20x. So I'm, I'm a massive fan. I think, I think SMS could be and will be one of the, well, I want to say, I want to say the most important channel in the next decade, simply because we have to look, and this is what excites me, Austin. This is what, this is what gets me hyped up. You look at the consumer behavior and we're moving more and more and more and more to a mobile phone. We've gone from desktop to moving to mobile. A mobile phone is absolutely frigging symbiotic with us. It's connected to us at all times. I don't even know the time that I don't have my mobile phone on me. It's literally within arm's reach right now. What happens when you send a text? Bing, every time. Literally, my phone's connected to me. Bing, I can click it, click through the link, buy right there and then. I could purchase within five minutes of getting a text. It's huge. 
It's huge. Yeah, and it's like, huge I, we've just jumped straight into the deep end here and like, just hearing some of the experience, the case studies, some of the ridiculous results, just hearing those ROI numbers, I was sort of in shock because I didn't know it was this extent and this powerful because I think you hear a lot about email flows and you think about maximizing your revenue. You've got your Facebook, Instagram, or your TikTok ads at top of funnel. Then you've got your retention on the back end with great email flows. Maybe you've set some of those up. I guess I haven't heard much about essential SMS flows and using SMS campaigns. Do you just want to quickly dive into, I guess, the power of obviously having both of these, but then talk to me about SMS flows. How do they differ from, let's say, email? Well, I, I look at SMS flows as uh, my VIP, my most engaged, my, uh, my, my brand evangelists, right? I just haven't heard that term in a long time. People used to use brand evangelists like all the time. <laughs> it's just vanished. I'm bringing it back. Um, so brand evangelists, I think it's people that really, really love you and trust you because I don't know if you're into dating girls or boys. It's up to whatever you're into. But I don't know if you're into dating. But if you are, you've more than likely approached somebody and asked for their number, right? Was it easy or was it hard? Depends on how old I was. Maybe it was quite difficult at the start. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I, feel, I still find it tough. I think people are very picky. They're very like, it's an intimate channel, right? If I send you a text, you literally have your phone on you at all times. I can get to you instantly. If I want to send you a text, I am directly in your, like, in your life almost. Not really if I send you an email. I actually once had, and it was really funny. I'll, I'll put it this way. A girl, I was like trying to chat up a girl. And she, I was like, hey, can I like get your number? She goes, no, you can have my email though. And I was like, because <laughs> she knows I ain't going to do anything with it. She knows it's... She's not even going to read it if I was to send one. Of course, I'm not going to send one because it's stupid. But that's just because her email wasn't really valuable because that's pretty much where all the junk goes. But her SMS is so valuable because that's where all the important stuff goes. Mm. So the behavioral difference of somebody who signs up for my SMS is the perceived value of that customer for me is 10x. Not only because of the open rights, but because of the intimacy of that channel and the trust and the value that they're giving me to subscribe to my text messaging. So I think if I send an abandoned cart, I'm looking at 30, 40% clicks because it's such an intimate channel. I'm reaching mm. in there and then I'm looking at if I send, if I do my Trojan horse method where, you know, you get your email, upsell them to an SMS, and then we basically trigger a keyword reply to say, here's your discount, click here to get it. My click through rate on that is 80%. You don't even see emails getting open rates at that. Never mind clicks. It's so crazy. to me, the behavioral difference or the difference in SMS is just that it's like 10 times more engaged. Mm. It's 10 times more valuable. And I think that as well, like even just hearing that, and I think it's so true when there's an opt-in or when someone asks you for an email, it's not as hard to say no to. But when someone asks for a phone number, that's part of you. Like you feel like you're really in that circle. And with SMS marketing, you're sort of jumping straight into it. So I guess for someone that's listening in that doesn't have their SMS dialed in yet, they're not hitting these ridiculous numbers because they haven't tried it just yet, or they haven't integrated into their brand. What's the easiest way to get started with SMS? Talk to me about platforms. Talk to me about easy, quick wins to, I guess, prove how valuable it is straight away. Yeah. So straight away, my, my go-to every single time the platform that I use is PostScript. I think they, in my opinion, are the, the leaders in the space when it comes to Shopify. They specifically focus on Shopify. They've got an incredible platform that's just so easy to use. Their stuff works every single time. Their team understands deeply the compliance, which is it's a major, major, major factor. Like, I'll touch base on compliance real quick. I don't like to dive into it too much because it's scary. But if you don't do SMS correctly 
and you get numbers that you didn't get them compliantly in the right way and compliance, all that means is getting explicit consent from the customer to market to them. So when you see these people and you, you told me you wanted me to touch base on um, like kind of like things that people do wrong. Now's a good caveat to just quickly touch base on that. A lot of people do wrong in SMS where they will just sign them up for their list without actually having them tell them that they're going to do it. You'll see it all the time. Some brands even make it a requirement to sign out with your phone number. You can't continue to ship. You can't continue to shipping without it. They want to have a marketing button, but then they'll still market to you. And you're like, the heck, how did you get my, with? you didn't. So one of the things you have to do on checkout, especially is there has to be a button that says, I want to join your SMS club and receive automated messages. It's got to have the compliant opt-in language. Shopify does this really easily right now. You can go into the settings. You can go to checkout and you can actually turn on SMS consent. When they enter their phone number, they can tick yes to receiving text messages. But the key thing is it has to be by default unchecked because when I enter my number and then I, if I click yes, I am explicitly giving you consent to market to me. But if I don't mm. click that, I ain't got consent. Do you know what the fine is for somebody who sends a text message that is non-compliant? I think by the tone, it's going to be quite a bit. Have a guess for one text per text. Uh, eight grand. Nah, but it's, it's 500 to 1500 per text message. Oh, per text. Okay. I was waiting. Yeah, so per <laughs> message. So I yeah. mean, if you sent 10, you could potentially get a five grand fine in that time. And it's not hard to send 10. Yeah. Victoria's Secret, 5 million US dollar fine for being non-compliant. Colourpop, no 2.7 million. Had to pay $700,000 in lawyer fees. $3.5 million in fees for being non-compliant. That's ridiculous. So it's scary. That's why I don't like to talk about it too much. But as long as you take note and you keep in mind, that just get explicit consent from your customer. You need to make sure that they know that you're marketing to them. They need to give you like a, like a proper, like, yup, I'm in. Again, Shopify makes that super easy. Uh, the way that I do the Trojan horse method, it's the same thing. If they enter their phone number and they get the compliant language underneath, when they say submit, they have literally typed in their phone number and said submit. There's nothing else they're signing up for. Like they're not, they're, you know, like you're literally signing up for a, a discount through my SMS service. So in those methods, I think there's like three ways you can get it. You can have them opt in by typing in their number. They can opt in by sending in a text or they can opt in by ticking a checkbox. So there's like three main ways to do it. So I just wanted to kind of touch base on compliance real quick so that the, you know, the team is listening to this, everybody knows they go, okay, okay. So now I understand how to be compliant. Well, then what's the next step? Well, the next step is starting to get in your basic automations. And the first one, the most obvious one is going to be your abandoned cart. Again, check out, turn it on. Once they click that, don't, consent to checkout this by the way this is why postscript is better postscript will actually send the text to an abandoned cart even if they don't become a customer clavio won't clavio mm. forces them to become a customer before they'll actually submit them to the sms and that's because clavio don't understand the compliance as well as postscript do clavio is email branching into sms postscript is purely sms so turning on your abandoned cart flow it's not really going to do much I keep alluding to this, this thing called the Trojan horse method. And I think I'm, I think I should break it down. The way I come up with the Trojan horse method was I'm an email first guy. I built my entire agency on email. I did probably 65, 70 million US dollars in email before SMS came along. I probably done 10, 15 million in SMS in the last like six months, maybe, maybe 12 months, let's call it. But I was email first. So to me, capturing an email is always, always, always so important because I know the value of it. And I started working with that brand, um, the Udi. And they're doing really, really big numbers. If you've ever seen them, you know of them. 
And Davey says to me, he says, um, like we, we want to implement SMS, but obviously we don't want to lose our email. And that, that forced me to get a bit creative. And one day I sat there and I thought, well, how can I do this? And I sat there thinking, um, you know, what happens when, when you buy something and then they say, say for example, you go to the, uh, you go fast food, right? And they go, do you want to upgrade your order for just a dollar or something like that? Mm. I always think to myself, like, how easy is that? Like, it's literally been, do you want fries with that? Or do you want to upgrade the order for, you know, a dollar? That's literally been a staple of the fast food industry and, and something that we've used in marketing forever. And I thought to myself, well, how can I implement that? Well, it's, it's easy. I take their email first and then I upsell them to a better offer if they give me a better channel. And that's where the Trojan horse was born. It's like literally to the point where email acts as a Trojan horse. It's an easy, low barrier, no friction way of getting their details and getting the customer to give a micro commitment saying yes. And then once they're in, we say, hey, why don't you upgrade? Or there's actually four different offers, by the way. I'll, I'll break them down as well. My best one is double your discount. So if they give 10%, I'll say double your discount and join the SMS club. The, the first one, which I actually do the UDI right now because we're working on, on a few different methods. Um, the first one is just the convenience method, right? You might give me your email, but I might say to you, well, hey, do you want me to send that code to your phone number just to make it easier, you know, so you don't have to go looking through your email? Join the club. We'll give you access to early sales. We'll give you access to product launches before anybody else, and you'll join a VIP group. And they say, yes, join the club, or they say, no, email is fine. If they say, yes, join the club, we'll send them the text message with their, their code. The next one is upgrade my offer. So if, say, for example, you're giving 10%, I would say, hey, you've unlocked 10%. Do you want to upgrade your discount to 15%? Yes, upgrade me. No, thank you. If they say, yes, upgrade me, I say, join the SMS club and we'll text you a 15% upgraded code. The next one is what I talked about. My favorite one is to double your discount. When I said double your discount. For me, that's the most highest converting. And then the last one is Snow Teeth went and do this. Um, it's get a free product when you join the SMS club. So they might do like a charcoal teeth uh, like a charcoal teeth whitening brush or something like that. So four really good methods and I would encourage you to test all of them. For me, I worked with, the, uh, I'll explain the brand again, Lions Not Sheep. That was doing really, really well. They was doing just an e like SMS pop-up. And we, we sat on the call, I was with Alex and we sat down and he says, I said, let's work out what you're getting. Like what's the conversion rate? Cause I didn't really tell you. I says, what's the conversion rate? So we, we worked it out. We took his mobile traffic and we took the mobile and it turns out He's going to run a 1% conversion. About 1% of his audience was saying, yes, all right, fine. I'll take the 10% discount. Here's my mobile. I came along. I introduced him to something called OptiMonk, which is, I believe, key for this strategy because OptiMonk is a phenomenal software to build pop-ups. It integrates with Shopify. It integrates with PostScript. It integrates with Klaviyo. So it allows that um, perfect synergy and perfect harmony of your email and your SMS because you can tell it where it went and, and you know, give email and give this and that. And we can create that really, really cool pop-up. So we created that and we said, okay, well, we'll give, I think it does 15% upfront. And we said, we actually said, you've unlocked a mystery discount. So when they say, get my discount, they go through to a page and it says, hey, congratulations, you've, um, oh, sorry, it was 10%. It says, congratulations, you made 10%. Do you want to upgrade that 10% to a 15%? And when he did that, we actually went straight away. We start, he wasn't collecting emails to start with because he was just going SMS. And his emails was around 15% of his total revenue. So he was doing 15% out of his total revenue through email. And then the rest of his stuff was through SMS. We literally went overnight, almost from, I think it actually took like seven days, but really in, in the grand scheme of things, it was almost overnight. We've been working there for like three months now. 
he went from 15% to 25% of his email revenue. He had added a boost in revenue by 10% by adding this. Because what it's done is it's grabbed the audience that didn't want to give their SMS, but they was happy with the email. Our capture rate went from 1% with just the SMS to 6% with the emails. So now we're capturing, say if there's, there's a thousand people, 60 of them are now grabbing the offer and they're, they're, they're coming on you know, the store. And then when you, when you put that into perspective, when you start looking, that's like 100,000 visitors and like 6,000 start signing mm. up, then your list starts to grow really fast. Yeah. Right? But then here's a crazy bit. And this is where it gets really interesting for me. As I said, we're on 1% capture rate with SMS. Out of that 6%, 50% said yes to upgrade the offer. So now instead of 1%, we're actually getting 3%. Mm. So he's 3X'd his conversions. He's 3X'd his SMS list growth. Then I did a couple more tweaks. I started to change button colors. I started to change some wording. And over the last like month, I've managed to, and this is freaking insane. Um, and if you want, if you do, if you put this on online, I'm more than happy to send you a screenshot so you can like kind of like follow <laughs> along with this. But I literally started doing some split testing on his pop-up. And no word of a lie, right now, his pop-up is at 14% capture rate. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I, t- I tweaked a little bit of the language as well for the upgrade. Guess what that's on? 72%. So now- This is just ridiculous numbers. <laughs> now 10% of his list is joining SMS. So he's literally Crazy. 10X his list growth with his strategy. And he's still getting the emails as well. Which he wasn't doing before. Exactly. He was missing out on those email subscribers. So that's where it comes in. I, I just believe that it's micro commitments. Once you get somebody to say yes, it's easy to them say yes again. And we all know that with upsells. You know, we all know that when we build funnels and we sell an offer for like 97 bucks and then I upsell you to 497 bucks, it's easier to say yes because you've already given me details once. Yeah. It's that like, um, actually you don't know what they call it, but it's just honestly like a buyer's resistance. Once that buyer's resistance has been broken down, it's much easier to get them to say yes to other things. And that's kind of what this whole strategy was built around. So now if we grab this strategy and because I think I'm listening in now and I'm, list, I'm thinking everyone else listening in is saying, I've got all of these awesome ideas. I want to use the Trojan horse method. I want to you know, add SMS into my stack and make it an important part of the marketing and retention and ultimately like even acquisition, just getting people onto that SMS list. What's the next step for them? Like if I'm going to go out there tomorrow or right now, like as I'm listening, as soon as I finish listening to this, what do I need to go and do? Sign up for a PostScript account. What's the main thing that you're saying gets set up? Is it get that pop-up set up? Tell me about what the next steps are. Yeah, 100%. I'll be grabbing that PostScript account. I'll be grabbing that Optimunk account. I'll be making sure I'm on Klaviyo. The first thing I'll be doing is making sure that I create my list for Klaviyo. I'd create my welcome series, which is the usual standard thing you should be doing with a pop-up. Then I'll be linking that to your pop-up. Treat your pop-up for now as like a standard pop-up. Just create a pop-up, email, thank you, send them to an email. Then introduce the method that I said. So you'd still use OptiMonk there and you'd use Clavio and then introduce PostScript kind of mid funnel of your pop-up. And then you're starting to introduce your SMS to it now. So I'd kind of get the basics down first, make sure it's working, test it, run through your funnel yourself, go on your incognito window, make sure your pop-up comes up for you, type your email in, check you got your email, bang. Then start introducing what I taught with the, the Trojan horse. Start upselling SMS go through your funnel, type in your number, make sure you get the, uh, the message. So that, that's going to be the first thing. It's, it's kind of hard because I, I, I can't show you how to do something. I can't teach you how to implement mm. it. I mean, that's why I have training programs because it's just so much freaking easier that way. But that's, that's got to be the first thing. And then again, I would do abandoned carts. 
Um, I would do browse abandonment. It's pretty easy to set that up on Postscript because you literally could just tick it on and they've got pre-built text for you anyway. Um, once you start to build though with your list using this strategy, everything else starts to snowball because mm. you need to get subscribers to send abandoned cards, to send browsers, to send campaigns. So to me, the kind of like the, the, the golden goose of all of this is that method because that's taking your, the most of your traffic. Pop-ups in email will always make the most. Pop-ups in SMS will always make the most. It's literally taking your most unengaged visitors and then incentivizing them to go become engaged shoppers. That's mm. the idea of a pop-up. I don't know what people think, by the way, but pop-ups are not just to, get pe to give people a discount. You should be identifying when your customer becomes unengaged on your website and strategically interrupt them and then incentivize them to give you their details to remarket to them. It's not what people think. You'll jump on a website and in five seconds is a pop-up. I don't know who the fridge thought that. Like, why? Have you ever been into a store to look at a pair of jeans in the moment? You, could you imagine walking through those front little gates and you're like, I'm just going to look at a pair of jeans. And somebody goes like, hey, can you give me, give me, give me like, two get out of my face? Like, what, what do you want? Like, why are you so desperate? And that's all that does. I, I'm telling you, you get higher conversions on your pop-up alone if you just look at this, I'd look at Google Analytics and just mm. look at the, like the kind of average exit time of a user and then put the pop-up like five seconds before that and you're going to get better conversions because it's better timing. It's a different conversation. If I walk into a store and within five seconds, some dude's like, hey, if you give me an email, I'll give you 10%. I'd be like, please get out of my face because that's just too aggressive. But if I'm about to leave the doors and he says, hey, by the way, if you want to give me a discount, if you want to give me your email, I'll send you a discount code. Next time you come back, you can buy something for less. That's a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's all about timing. It's all about timing. Because if you, if you do it the other way, you're just annoying the shit out of people. The other <laughs> thing as well is I've seen another well-known agency who, <laughs> I won't name names because I don't like shitting on people, but they do the stupidest thing. They, they literally trigger a pop-up after 60% 60 of scrolling down the website, down a page. Why? They are not looking for a discount. What is the customer doing when they're looking on your page? When they're scrolling down your page, what are they doing? Looking they're for looking, more information. They're looking for information. They're going to have, uh, what, what's the refund policy? What's the delivery? Why is this product different? What's the USPs? Oh my God, do you know what's at the bottom of the page? Reviews. Pop-up, smack uh, straight yeah, in the yeah, face. Yeah, 60% down. It's like, hey, do you want a discount? You're like, why? So aggressive. No need for it. This person could have well and likely gone through a fully normal customer like journey Look to the reviews, been happy, purchase a product at full price and been a better valuable customer because now you've taught them to be like a, like a freebie seeker. You've taught them to be discount incentivized because you simply didn't do a little bit of due diligence to find out what the average time that your user becomes unengaged on your website. The goal of a website is to take somebody from A to B as quickly as possible and as easy as possible. The last thing you want to do is interrupt that journey with a frigging pop-up that does not need to be there. So whereas I love pop-ups, I don't love using them for no reason. Mm. Mm. Does that help? I feel like that's a lot of like good little- Oh numbers. no, it does. It does. I hope everyone listening in as well gets the, the value of that and how it's not just about interrupting the natural buyer journey. It's about recognizing that they're becoming unengaged and then re-engaging them with something that's going to keep them there potentially by now, or at least you can remarket to them later on. So I think everyone listening in, if you're not using SMS, it's not just another way to interrupt the customer. It's another way to re-engage them when they might be losing interest in your site 
or your it's products. It's another remarketing strategy. Yeah, exactly. And I think everyone listening in, jumping on SMS, and I think a great way to finish would be, this was a thing that I always thought with SMS. You've talked about how it's more intimate. You've talked about how the open rates are so much higher. You've talked about the ridiculous ROI and how we're always within an arm's reach of a phone. So I'd love to sort of finish on the balance between email and SMS. The balance between yeah. sending emails with flows, campaigns, and then you've got SMS on one side as well. Talk, talk to me about that. So best practices, right, for an email for me is only sent daily. There's a reason for this. And um, it's hard to explain. I, I always struggle with this. I need like an infographic. <laughs> what happens in email is you really want to keep an, a bucket of engaged customers. And what engaged really means is have they opened recently? Have they clicked recently? Have they engaged with your email recently? Now, the average customer, well, the average human, the average adult receives something like 130 emails a day. I think some of us more, I reckon I could do two, 300 a day sometimes. I get notifications from all my softwares. Oh, this yeah. happened, this happened, ding, this happened. This person joined Facebook. This person sent you a message, bang, 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 bang. How many times, and no matter how many times I unsubscribe from things, it keeps stacking <laughs> back up. Yeah, right? it keeps coming back. So whereas there's like a, a flood of emails every single day, it's easy for us to be missed. So I look at it as buckets. I have an unengaged bucket and I have an engaged bucket. And my job is to take this bucket into this bucket. And when this bucket leaks is to then filter them back through. So I'm constantly working on how can I take this unengaged and we can make them engaged. Uh, they become unengaged. How can I make them engaged again? So a lot of people will focus on, oh, I'm going to send emails to my only my engaged. A lot of agencies will do that. And then this big bucket of unengaged gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And they're always focused on new customers coming through just to, to get them. And this big bucket of unengaged people grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. The strategy that I like to use is I like to mix content with sales. I like to do mm. like infotainment. I like to educate my customers. I like to have fun with them. I like to build a relationship with them. Really good methods is like sending emails from founders, right? It could be like, hey, uh, me and my partner started a brand called poppitos.com. Um, we didn't take it anywhere because the moment we kind of got into it, all of a sudden, um, like shipping went up like 400%. And I'm like, NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so as we're kind of like looking at that, we started this brand and we're starting to learn all these things. We sat there and we thought to ourselves, oh, we were going to send a founder's email from Jason and Irina, like today, you know, this is what happened or this is what's happening in the company or just about dare you to give you that personal touch, make you feel like I'm there with you, right? Like, you're not just some frigging customer and we're not just going to email you. Uh, I like to send content. Like I like to send content on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday, to be honest. Like I like these relational type of emails that build good relationships with my customers. It's all old Gary V kind of thing is like give, give, take the jab, jab, punch, uh, jab, jab, right hook, whatever it was. Same thing there. I like my sales to be Thursday through to Sunday. Okay. So I would do like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If you can't do three days a week, well, you might do one or two content, one sales. You might do one content, two sales. It's totally up to you, but it's hyper important that when you do your content, you send to your whole list because that's how we're going to start to get that, that bucket. I like to send like product sales or anything like that. I like to send them to my engaged. And if it does well, I'll branch it out to my unengaged. But then there's another one where if you're doing like what I call a super holiday, Black Friday, Valentine's Day, you know, like a, like a proper big holiday, I'll just send everybody. Okay. My goal 
And as I told you, 120, 130 emails a day. My goal is to be recent and frequent. So that you have the opportunity to engage with me. And when you do engage with me, you start to open more. I start to hit your inbox more because you're engaged with me. You're telling the, the providers, hey, I like this brand. The other thing, good little tip. If you're out there and you're sending emails and you're not getting a great result, there's not good returns. Firstly, clean your list. doesn't matter. Everyone gets like scarcity mindset when it comes to their list. Oh my God, like all these customers, what if they're going to leave? It's like, good, get rid of them. They don't want to open your emails, clearly. That's like going to dinner with someone, buying them dinner, and then being on their phone the whole time, not talking to you. What's the <laughs> point? They're not doing anything for you. Get rid of them, clean them. What I would encourage people to do, and this is something I always do, first and foremost, have the standard welcome email that says, hey, don't forget to bring us into your inbox. Don't forget to whitelist us. Don't forget to you know, make sure... And, if you really want to get fancy, every email provider has its own way of doing it. So you can actually create like a little landing page that kind of has an SOP for them on like how to whitelist you on, you know, mm. Gmail or anything like that. Now that's getting a little bit fancy, but the root idea is just tell them to inbox, like put you in their inbox, you know, mm. whitelist you so that they don't miss out. So I'd give a big promise. Hey, you know, in the next couple of days, I'm going to be sending like a massive discount or the next couple of days, I'm going to be sending through uh, my 10 templates on like how to make a million dollars. Make sure you don't miss it by dragging me into your inbox. The next thing that's massive for deliverability and most people skip this. I put this in all my e-com automated flows. I asked for a reply. So with Popitos, one of our emails in our flows that never got to go out <laughs> is we do, um, we asked, hey, like, tell us the story of how you met your pup. Or you tell them our story. I remember me and Spencer is my, is my German shepherd. He's like 44 kilos now, but I remember when he was running down the hallway this big, he looked like a giant ball of fluff and he literally was hopping down the hallway. And then when he saw me, he like slid as hard as he could and smashed into a wall. And I was like, I'm taking that dog. So I love to like engage people emotionally and get them to reply. If people are sending you replies, it is telling the providers like Gmail, Outlook, Yahoo, that this person is a good sender and they get engaged with. It's actually a massive deliverability boost to get a reply. I would encourage that when any user would send a mass broadcast email on a super holiday to everybody, that they begin to then start asking for replies because you're going to send out to everybody, hurts your delivery, you ask for replies, you send mm. good content, you send to your engage, you start to go boost, 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 back up there. And use your good sending practices. Only send to your engaged. Don't send to people who don't open all that type of stuff. So then if we move to SMS, best practices, five per month per customer. So okay. just one a week, right? If you wanted to send one a week, that's what you'd have to do. Send one on a Friday. Probably a good starting point, right? Send one every couple of weeks if you really want to, but send at least once a week is a good starting point. Now, the reason why I like email more in that scenario is because I can send five times more. And it also costs me like way, way, way less. Right. I, I can get like, I can send, I could send five emails a week for like an entire month and it still won't cost me what one SMS campaign can cost. But it also won't give me the ROI of one SMS campaign. Yeah. So it's a nice balance. So why I like email and still have an email is, is to be recent and frequent, constantly in the customer's mind. And then when they think to buy your product or your service, the only person they can think of is you. And then the SMSs should just be good, valuable offers. Don't send bullshit. Don't send crap. Don't send scammy stuff. Be conversational. Be a human. Be funny. Talk to them like you're a real person talking to a real person. 
and don't annoy the crap out of them. Just send them, I believe, send them value. If it's a good discount, if it's the best product they want, segment them. Don't send the people. Postscript allows you to do this. You can literally create a segment of last order date was before like 14 days ago. Don't, if they just ordered, don't send to them. Like mm. don't, there's no point. They don't need the message. So those are kind of like my, my quick hot tips on, First and foremost, that kind of explains why I like email and what the difference is, is you can just send more regularly and you can be more frequent and recent. And then mm. SMS, I just think it's more powerful because it literally gets more opens. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And Jason, I want to thank you again for hopping on here, sharing all this incredible value. I'm going to be listening to this a few times over on repeat, really dialing in all of these areas and everyone listening in. I hope you've got a lot of value from all of the stories and the experience and the tips and the case studies that Jason shared today. Jason, I just want to say thank you again for hopping on. I really appreciate it. And for anyone that wants to, I guess, take it the step further because e-commerce brand owners, as they scale up, are extremely busy people and they want people to do it for them or they want to learn the proven system. So they don't go through the trial and error. They don't have all those issues and all those issues with compliance. How can they learn more about what you do? And I guess where would the next step if they want to learn more about SMSB? Man, super simple. JasonKWilliamson.com. If you hit me on there, I've got like three different options. I always say there's three ways that I can help you. If you want to help, I have my training, I have my coaching, and I have my done for you. Once you jump on that website, you'll get the three options. You can choose which path suits them best. They want to learn from me from my training, then go through there. They want to get one-on-one coaching with me, then go through that. If they want to talk about me literally partnering with them and their brand and doing it all for them and taking it completely off their hands, the option's there too. Awesome. Awesome. Why everyone listening in? Austin, just one more thing for them. If they do want the done for you, I do offer a massive big balls guarantee. That is we love guarantees. It's it's huge. If I don't make them a return on investment plus a profit within the first 30 days, I'll give them every single cent back. I'll cut them a check for a thousand bucks just for wasting their time. And I'll let them keep the system that I built for them. So if anyone's listening in and you want SMS, you know where to go because you literally can't go wrong. That's because I know what I'm doing too. I mean, as (laughs) as you know. Yeah, as we know, all these ridiculous case studies. So thanks again, Jason, for hopping on. If anyone does want to take that next step, they want to do SMS or they're doing it already and they just want to do it better. First of all, apply some of these tips or if you're a bit strapped for time, you know how to reach Jason. So Jason, thanks again for hopping on. I really do appreciate it. Of course, man. Thanks for having me. Um, Anybody who's watching, do me a favor and don't just listen to this like, what, what do people call it? There's something that there's, there's a kind of thing that they go about where people just like, like to load on information, but don't do anything. I encourage anybody who listens to this actually take massive action because taking action is what's going to make you money here. Like you can't learn SMS. You can't learn and listen to what I've said and make money. Like you actually physically have to implement these things. But if you do implement these strategies that I've talked about, if you do any of these things, you're actually going to make like literally this one session that you've just listened to has been part of your time. So make it worth your time and actually implement what I've talked about. And I guarantee a return on investment on this, on this time. Jason, thanks again. And really do appreciate your time. Thanks for hopping on.